men who are ugly have beards because they have to cover hide, their face. The, uh, the ugly men hide. They're ugly, the right? Beard. Because you you see cats without their beard, you go like, oh, what the? You ugly? calling Craig ugly? No, Craig's probably one of the rare ones who probably has Does a mirror without a his beard? beard. Well, I don't know what a mirror looks like on it. But no, but a mirror doesn't have the my whole face is covered. James Harden has my whole face is oh, covered. Oh, you're talking about the super the, thing. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. I get oh. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's just like it's super long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when, I, all this, yeah. when all this is yeah, covered, I can't do that, about this, that, that's, an ugly, that's an ugly person. I can't do that kind of beard. That's a, <laughs> yo, all right, because have you, have you ever had hair in your food? Yes. Did you want to eat it? Was it appetizing? I, I still finish the food, but but you go like oh my but god, I moved there's, the hair. there's hair on my food. You yeah. don't want to partake in, right? Right. When there's hair on the sink, you go like yo, there's hair on the sink. Right. I don't want I don't want my beard hair in my like some people it'd be you like over their mouth. lip right. or whatever. I can't do. I got most places where there's hair, you know, like uh, it's, le- it's less attractive. Right. How ugly do you have to be uh. that hair makes you attractive? <laughs> <laughs> like how ugly you got to be to be like, I got to cover all this hey, up. They be saying that the beards are like the makeup for men. It is. Like if it really like, but I, even then I feel like you take the all beards that might off. be a little more drastic because the makeup will make you look a certain way, but it's like it's already there. Dog, makeup is supposed to enhance, but yeah. makeup now changes a person's right. face. When you when you shave, I would love to sh- hold down somebody and shave their beard. So off. beard changes the whole face. It's like the makeup. Hundred percent, ladies. Do you feel like the beard is face enhancement for men? It's a hundred percent. And I mean these. Yeah, you're talking the, the full talking thick beard, yeah, Santa yeah. Claus. When you have to yeah. cover your face, you're like, I don't know, like what this person looks like underneath. The women are saying, Yeah, what there they you saying go. Me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not wrong here. <laughs> so, Depends on the guy. I do keep mine kind of low, but I had a. I like my jawline and stuff. Like I like the be, show because that cats who like, have these giant the beards, and they got some weak ass jawlines, or they got the ball chin or something <laughs> like that. You <laughs> know. So you say James Harden looked funny without the beard? Hey, I've seen the pictures before, and it, it man, but he was a different. You know, that's old. Like he was younger, right? So he, but it he definitely know, looked he like he looked he looked, but he looked like he looked like beard. a neat. Like he looked like one of those. Duh, Rick Ross, all them, they're ugly cats. Come on, hey, you know what's under them beards? Nothing but hair bumps, bro, are under them beards and weak chins, bro. That's, they got the cottage jeans. So when you <laughs> get a beard that long, because I have hair bump problems and mine doesn't get that long, and I comb my beard regularly. Same. So I'm like, imagine I know, what's like under when your beard is like super long, it's like, y'all don't get bumps? Because I, yeah. I would be dying. No, imagine what's underneath that beard. Ain't nothing but razor bumps and weak chins, bro. You, If you could, you would have a beard. I don't think I would grow it because, first of all, you know me, I'm not going to do the maintenance on it. Yeah. So I, I try. I'm like, if I could grow one, I go, like, yeah. that's a lot of work to keep, it. especially now where there's beard pressure to have it trimmed. People go get their yeah. beards lined up now. Right. It's a different yeah. game. Yeah. It's, it's not, not the same. It's not that hard, like, low key, because for a while I could have grown a beard. I just kept cutting it. That's and, what I was used to. So should, I just cut mine down. You're not an ugly person, though. I mean, if you were ugly, I'd be like, you might want to grow that out a few more But then a pandemic hit and I just stopped, like, I stopped, I stopped cutting it, and then I was like, okay, the maintenance is not that bad as far as, like, cutting, like, lining it Line up or whatever. It up. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. Once you get, like, how you want it to look, then it's fine. Yeah. But I will say everything else, like, like trying to maintain these bumps, like, certain areas will just be like, there's a bump here, and then I I'm, no, I pick. So I picked that mine, and I had two just spots. There was no hair. I pulled out oh, all wow. the hair right here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't hide this. No. It's like I either I cut it all off or what? Like I just kept trimming it down and being like, uh, I'll comb over it. Nah, you got to do the beard comb over, man. It's I'm, not, I'm not doing over. all that. I'm not doing that. I just want to give it a fair shot, you, Tony. But then you're gonna you're gonna take away what people like about you. You're expressing this won't be the same on stage. They won't be able to see oh. your face. 
You can't you can't right do it with the full once, beard. Once you start the full... messing with my stage, <laughs> once you start messing with my stage performance, that's when I start taking stuff seriously. Your face you, is you a mean? big part of your act. It is it is a big part of my my set. So you can't do it. Also, you have a good face. If you the, were... beard, the beard enhances the face. It, no, it covers the face. It covers the face. You gotta be ugly to rock a beard, bro. To be to be to look better. You ever see a, you ever see like a shaved cat? You've been like, ew. I don't like the shaved cat. Or even shaved dogs. You're like, hey man, where your fur at? <laughs> <laughs> they ugly I'm cool, underneath. I, I'm cool with the hairless cat. It does look strange, but hell no, ugly cool. cat. Nah, I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't like it, man. Like it, it's one particular cat breed that's hairless that looks kind of cool. They look super Egyptian, but them other ones oh, they yeah, look yeah, like uncooked it. chicken. There's <laughs> a cat. There's a cat <laughs> with fur that looks so awkward. Y'all know which one I'm talking about? Like it's it's big and tall and like. Lanky looking, but the face is like the eyes are like too close together. Yeah, I don't know the name man. of it. I was like, "Hey, that cat looks strange," and it has fur. Sabrina loves them hairless cats. The, the, like Siamese, what are they? What are they? Not uh, the Siamese cat. No, no, that. Well, Siamese, Siamese got hair. They got uh the hairless cats. I feel like they all look similar. Though, I ain't talking about no. Yeah, I forget what they're called. So what? What say you, y'all? Beard or no beard for me? You can't do it. I feel like people will say no beard because they just used to you not having one. But it also depends on how you feel about growing it. Like, do you think that it will be like a full thing? Because some people just don't have. Like, my uncle legit can't grow a beard. He's fifty something yeah. years old. He just can't grow it. I can't. I'm gonna be one of those just ones. One of them is just I can't, it didn't hit I can't get my feet together. I'm gonna be one of those ones who who will never be able to grow a beard. My dad could never grow a beard. He can do like the little goatee. See, Tony got, but his like he got the he got all the spots where it, it start and everything. It goes from the from the sideburns up to the chin hair. It connects. He got all that going on. I would oh. say somebody that don't need to grow That's a beard. Hope. Does Sabrina does she do this to your face? Does she like rub your face? Does she like ever put her hands across your Sometimes. face and stuff like that? It's because you have a good face, bro. Nobody but the, wanna but the, but the beard though. But she don't want to get her hands stuck and her ring is stuck <laughs> in your nappy beard and shit. That's Ty- what happens. Tyrese has a his beard is awful. I don't know if y'all seen saying, him trying. Oh no beard. my god. I'm saying more no beards than than beard. Actually look, it's mixed emotions. You can in, you can look at you. let's look at let's let's break down your let's face. Let's do half your face, beard. bro. Just just put it down the happy face. Half beard, half half uh, <laughs> beard, half half clean. Let's, look, let's, let's look at your face. I right, hit the smile again. Look in the camera. Look at the camera. That's not your camera. Oh, your camera. All right. Now hit, now hit the smile. Right. Okay. Look at these cheekbones. You got to cover the cheekbones first and foremost. Right. Well, you the cheekbones are still gonna be out here. Yeah, they still barely. They're gonna be nah, covered in hair. Some gonna people do. I, that's the beard I don't like. When they got them up here, this because like DJ Khaled. I'm not getting that beard. Yours would be close, bro. But you you lose half of it. Now you can you can trim it, bro. You can shape it. The beard is gonna be like this. So now you got to work. Around the cheek, it's still on the cheekbone, bro. You got to show the skin. Plus, no, this, this, aren't you? Aren't you? Look. Don't you get money from? Oh, that's horrible. That yeah, Tyrese yeah, this, is this. horrible. Oh yeah, he can't. <laughs> aren't aren't <laughs> can't you a this. part of the Bevel gang? I like I love Bevel. The Bevel's purely for, for shaving for my head though. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just it's just, just for, for shaving. My head. I'm just saying though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be out the full beard. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can see. You got to have a beard. strong face to rock the the, the no beard. You gotta have a good face to rock no beard. You know, you ever see women with short hair? Yeah, they gotta be cute. You gotta be cute to rock that short hair because the tension's all on your face. I mean, all right. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Mean, not everybody. They don't have to be know. cute. They just gotta have a good head shape. Both. No, you gotta you gotta be cute. You gotta be like I'm undoubtedly cute to rock this because all the attention we here now ain't no distractions. <laughs> <laughs> Spotlights on your face. No distractions. Yeah, the beard's a distraction, bro. Look at let me let me just give it a shot again. 
Tony, man, I'm telling you, man, when you get on stage, you can be like, huh, guys? And no one's going to know what you look like underneath that thing, bro. Nah, man. This, this, I don't think you're going to let it go that long. Is he smiling? Is he happy? What, you can what's... still see my face. I don't think face. you're going to let it go that what's long. What's happening right now? You can still see the cheekbones, the smile, everything. If it's, all that eyes, grew out, bro, the eyes are the big part of my, uh, of my facial expression. All this is. All this is. You do that. All that is. You had a you had a joke once where you imitated uh, an ant. You were crawling up into the to the. Uh, <laughs> he was like, when you eat at night, you turn into a gremlin. You crawl up into the oh, your yeah. facial expression turning back. Did people need to see that? You can still see that no, through the beard. No, they can't, bro. You don't know what James Harden looks like. Yo, oh, David man. Arnold in here. Whoever whoever you talking to off camera don't give a fuck. <laughs> Wait, what? You don't give a fuck what they talking about. Oh. <laughs> I do, David. David, was you at the movies yesterday? I saw Julie at the movies. Hopefully I ain't blowing a spot up. I think it was Julie. <laughs> what, if, what, if, what if Julie was sneaking at the movies? I just blew the spot up. Was Julie oh, at the movies yesterday? David Arnold. Julie was at the movies watching Top Gun. <laughs> I'm over here with these kids. God damn. God damn. <laughs> great. Yo, I've only seen clips of his special, but it's been great so far. Oh, David Arnold is a great clip of the special. Yeah. Top notch. Y'all were at the movies? So that was, that was Julie. Okay. Because I saw her walk past. But I don't know if Julie knows me. I don't know what the movie was. It was in the hallway. She had, she had, she had snacks and was headed, headed back down the hallway. And we were we were watching Top Gun. We were coming out of Top Gun. Top Gun Two. Anyway, man, we are back with another. Wait, no, that's the wrong intro. You know what I'm saying? How do you do this? Hold one? on, I gotta do my verbal cardio. Should I intro. bam bam bam? Yo, cold? y'all want to see the rest of this in my IG live? You gotta be a patron saint. You gotta join my Patreon. Oh, it was uh, the AMC in Porter Ranch. We was in your hood, David Arnold. All right, here we go. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. I like that one, bro. We that's back, a, man. That's a good intro. That's my intro, verbal that's cardio. Great. I got my co-host extraordinaire, water. Make sure y'all drinking it. Make sure you're taking it everywhere you go. Make sure you ain't making no excuses about the water you don't drink. I'm sick of y'all with the excuses. Y'all make so many excuses as to why you don't drink enough water, and I'm tired of it. <laughs> excuses are tools of the weak-minded building monuments of nothingness, and those that specialize in them are seldom capable of anything. Excuses. What is that, what is that from? See, we, had, we had to learn that when I was uh, pledging <laughs> Sigma. That's why I hate excuses to this day, man. That was great. Drink your water. I don't want to hear the bullshit excuses. You literally need this to survive. You don't need your phone. You don't need your car. You need that goddamn water. We're good here. You can go. We're good here. We got it. (laughs) Sabrina's here. You need that goddamn water. And I'm tired of hearing the excuses as to why you're not drinking enough. All right? Get in on this. Get a lot of it. My producer just showed up with a dope New York shirt on. 85. She was born in 85. That was a good year. I was a grown man in 85, though, so it's creepy. Hey, thank you for letting me uh, guest host until Chaz was holding it down. I appreciate y'all. Was he doing good? He was saying that to shave my beard. No, I was saying that people who have full beards are covering up their ugly faces, is what I was saying. Tony doesn't have the full. 
That's what I said. Tony's cute. Oh, Tony's he was definitely adorable. he was definitely pro face. Yeah, my face him, in particular. It's symmetric. He was definitely I, pro Tony's face. I didn't have that already. I know you're right. Okay. <laughs> I see y'all. <laughs> All right, Chaz. Um, eighty five. We back with another episode of Daddy. Uh, not Daddy issues, man. I'm doing too many podcasts. This is facts. I keep I keep throwing the Daddy issues intro into the verbal cardio, man. Anyway, <laughs> IG. If you want to see these live as we do it, join my Patreon. You can click the link in my bio. Join my Patreon for as little as $5 a month. Shout out to 85 South, man. I'm a huge fan of what they got going. Uh, You can join up today. I'm logging off right now because you're not a patron saint. So you can't reap the full benefits of the full episode live direct. Um, All right, y'all. Boom. There we go. That's good, y'all. I'm sorry I'm late. Shout out. To my patron saints, uh, Miss West, TC, what up, TC? Uh, Moyo, Sarita Houston, Sarita Houston, and TC. I was hanging with them in North Carolina. They pulled up to the Raleigh show. We went to Cracker Barrel. We had crispy edges together and good conversation, good time, man. And that's what we doing out here. Can man. I say I'm jealous? You jealous of uh, that you got to hang out with TC and Sarita? You know what I'm saying. And when I saw when I saw TC, of course, when I knew when TC was coming, I was yeah. like, you know, TC, I, right. that's my guy. Right. I love TC. Yeah. And then I saw Sarita when yep. you reposted her in the story, mm-hmm. and I said, Yo, Sarita. <laughs> Not to be confused with Upstate New York's Sarita. Right. Um, Sarita, where you at? Where you <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty jealous. Yeah. I'd be jealous when the patrons they, pull they up, man. Up. And we hung out. Because I'd I be, I be, like, I remember everybody's yeah. name. Like, if you tell me your name, I'm like, oh! Yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah. A, there's a lot of people who come up to me like, oh, like, I, I, uh, we, we spoke once before. Yeah. And then they'll say their name. I'm like, man, you better act like we know each other. I know Sabrina your whole is really life. good at remembering profile names. Oh, I'm really good at that. She remembers every profile name of everybody that follows her, me, anybody that's ever shown up. In the comments section, she be knowing your profile. Yeah. If you show love, especially if you show love, I remember. Yeah. Like, if you show love often, I'm like, yo. She be remembering Look, Kiyomi said, this is true. Like, I'm telling you. I'll be fumbling. Yeah. I will I will remember. All yeah. you have to do, though, I might not know your face, um, but <clears> if you tell me your name, I'll be like, oh, yeah. yeah. You had a, had a kids. How, you got that bump checked out? Like, I'll remember everything. Get that bump checked out? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll remember every detail oh, that you. the health. <laughs> You get that bump looked at, yeah. Praise God. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all in. Let's talk about what's real, man. The the DL Hughley and Monique beef, man. Uh, I hate to see it. I hate to see it. Uh, you know they've been going back and forth. I don't know if y'all know this. They've been going back and forth. Uh, there was a video posted. Monique was pissed off that you know um, DL was going on after her because it said per her contract that she was supposed to headline. And then, you know, they got DL coming after her, and she walked into the venue to see the change, and she didn't like it. So they were going back and forth on social media. And, you know, DL was like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Hey, what it said was, it sounded like you confused on your end, because what it said was, I'm the headline over here. Well, then produce the paperwork, produce the contract, DL. And then he did that. Mm-hmm. And then she produced the paperwork again. It was, it was like paperwork, paperwork. So now, you know, it sound like, it's the promoter's or the producer's fault at this point. Yeah. It was like, you know, it sounded like confusion on that end. I just hate the fact that 
they beefing like this. I just don't. I, I don't like to see it. I, I have huge respect for both of them um, as far as like comedians that have been in the game a long time, paid dues, have earned the respect. Um, so I hate to see it, but you best believe I'm in them goddamn comment sections. You best believe I'm in the comment section. Oh, yeah. First of all, I was in the comment <laughs> section, first of all, when it first dropped, because I want to know why Monique ran across the stage. <laughs> that was my biggest question. Like, you know, after Monique said what she said, deal, this, that, third, do, 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 and she just took off running to the other side of the stage in, in, in a tight-fitting dress and high heels. She just ran. And I was just like, why did she run? Mm. That's my big question. And I want to ask her that directly. I want to be like, why did you run across the stage? Why are you running? Why are you running? <laughs> and that's my biggest question. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not choosing those sides. And I'm not, you know, getting involved in that. Because I think it sounds like it's it's a problem on the production end of it more so than just the personal, you know, comedians themselves. But I just want to know why she chose to run. Because it was mad funny. And then so I'm in the comment section. So when DL produced the contract, like Monique said, produce the contract. He produces the contract. Mm. And I'm in the comment section like, yo, the paperwork just walked through the portal like Thanos. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and then people was just like, ha, ah. And then this one lady was like, quit dick riding. We get it. And I was like, I'm not, well, I dick ride receipts. I'll tell you that right now. I dick ride uh, Tony. Receipts. Tony loves a good receipt. If you got, if you have the paperwork to back up your claim, I'm Dick Ride McGee. Okay, so let's just call that what it is. If you produce the receipts, Dick Ride, I'm customer service. Mm. Do you have the receipts? <laughs> Why don't you have the receipts? And once you come with the receipts, I have no choice but to ride that paperwork, Dick. That's right. I got no choice. It's paperwork. Um, so once he produced that and then she came with some more paperwork. Oh, like, oh, so I'm, I'm hopping on that paperwork. Like, eh. you know, I'm hopping on it. How you did it? Eh. Oh, <laughs> why not? You know what I'm saying? So, so they going back and forth with the paperwork. Now, now it's about whose paperwork is legit. Cause, cause receipts have been printed up and posted. And I've just been like, oh, oh. Oh, so I've just been going back and forth. So I'm just like, I just hate the, I hate, I don't like it when black people beef in public. I just don't like it. I, I hate it when we beef with each other in public. I just, I'll be like, man, why are we, why are we doing this all the time? And as far as, you know, when it comes to comedy, some, some comedians take that headliner shit very seriously. Like the headlining is, hey, should nobody be coming after me? I close every show I do. Some people really live by that. I pay dues. I put skin in the game. I've done this for years at a high level. Nobody should ever come after me. And some comedians, that's how they roll. Me, personally. I can never see you doing that. Me, personally. The only thing that matters to me is the headliner money. That's the only reason I get excited about headlining is that the headliners make the most money on the show. So coming from that standpoint, I'm all for the headline. But if the money is the same, if everybody on the lineup is getting the same money, I don't want to go last. I do not want to go last. You hate it. All right, man, 85 people can go after me. I don't give a shit. 
I don't give a damn about headlining. I don't want to call it what you want. I don't care. Like, but, but no, you're selling yourself short. I don't care. My favorite spot in comedy is the middle spot. That's prime real estate. The middle of the show, I'm doing 20, 25 minutes. That's my sweet spot. That's when I'm like, man, get in, get out. Because I perform like it. If I'm not hosting a show or just doing like a set, I perform at a high energy. So I'm giving you energy and like, you know, I'm not a stand in one spot comedian. I'm giving you energy, emotion, voice inflections. You know, I'm doing all of this. So if I can just do 2025, thank you. <laughs> but so for me, that headliner position from an ego standpoint means absolutely nothing to me. I don't care who goes on after me. I'm not scared to follow anybody and I don't care who follows me. I don't care. But if the money, if the if if they say, all right, if you go in the middle of the show, you're gonna get less money, then they're like, all right, put me on the back. Put me put me last. But the, the the money aspect of it is the only thing that matters to me from a headliner standpoint. But that's just me. That's just me. You know, I'm not saying that comedians that think the other way are wrong. It's just for me, for me, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. So I hope I hope they work it out. And uh, get everything squared away and, you know, get their feet together and, and squash the beef. And, you know, and especially, you know, I'm a fan of Monique, man. Like, I want her to have smooth sailing out here in these streets. I'm a fan of hers. Like, you know, from from the Queens of Comedy to the roles she's had in movies and TV. And, like, you know, she she was incredible and precious. Like, that, that Oscar was well-earned. I am a fan of Monique. So, you know, I love to see, and you know, when she wasn't working after the whole Oscar thing, I was bummed out because, you know, normally when you win an Oscar, you, you're going to be in stuff. Mm -hmm. You're just going to be popping up everywhere after you win an Oscar. Like that, that's usually how the ball rolls in Hollywood. You get an Oscar, we're going to see you a lot more. And so after she won her Oscar, we didn't see her. And I was like, man, man, she's really good, you know? And so I was looking forward to more roles from her, from a from a comedic standpoint, she can do drama. It's whatever. And so, you know, not seeing her, I was just like, damn. And so now that she was getting back in, you know, her and Lee Daniels squashed beef publicly. And I was just like, yeah. And then she started working with 50 Cent on some of his shows. I was like, yes, Monique is back, baby. Let's go. And then it's, it's like, it's more, you know, friction. I'm just like, God damn it. Piss. But I'm always rooting for Monique. And so I hope she gets this squared away and, you know, all that good stuff. And as far as DL, DL, you know, has always shown me great energy, shown me support on his page. He reposts my stuff. You know, he, he was he was fighting tooth and nail to come to my son's funeral. He was like, oh, put me yeah. on the list. Yeah. yeah. So he was trying to he was trying to come to my son's funeral. Like he was really he really cared about that. And so, you know, so for me, you know, I got respect for both of them. So I hope they get it squared away. And uh, you know, I always wanted to see them both win. You know, that's just me. That's that's the toughest part. Yeah. When both people are just like, damn, like I just want y'all to mm -hmm. do good. Right. And the thing about Monique is just so much that be coming like yeah. her name is always followed by like <sighs> Yeah. All right, what she do? Right. You know, and it sucks. And I hate that, yeah. Because she's so dope. Yeah. You know. And so I was just like, man, it's it's like I always say, you don't you don't want to be known more for drama than 
the actual talent. It's like I was telling Billy Sorrells, you know, I was like, yo, man, stop doing all this drama shit on your uh, social media, man. Let's get back to the funny because you're super talented, bro. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, he's kind of eased up. And so I, I'm, like, I'm watching you, dog. So you know, and I, I like for for people to be fine by the greatness, not the not the drama, yeah, not the friction, not the mess, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of people out there that are great, and then mm -hmm. but you associate them with man. It's like mess, and it's like I feel like people are turning Jada into that. Yeah, that sucks. And it sucks because you know Jada has always been talented, always, always has has been very selective. Like her roles have always mattered. Mm -hmm. Like she doesn't have a super long filmography, but you know the roles she has done, they get your attention. Like set it off and low down dirty shame and oh. like, you know uh, Jason's lyric and you know stuff like that. So it's just like, and for me, the bigger annoying part of the whole Jada thing is is not that she's, you know, super messy or confrontational. She's opening up about her personal life. And people are taking that and running with it. Running. They running with it on stuff that on stuff on how she's feeling about her personal life that she's presenting. Mm -hmm. And people are just acting like she's out here disrespecting other people's families and making black women look bad and just they painting her to be a complete villain. I know. And I'm just like, I hate it. I'm but just she's like, just being vulnerable. She's being vulnerable. She's being you, when you when you come from a vulnerable place of honesty, mm -hmm. it's not gonna be pretty. It's not gonna go down easy. It's not gonna look cosmetically beautiful. It's gonna look like oh shit. Because we all go through it. We all go through it, but we hide it. Yep. We always want to look good to everybody and look perfect and like you know don't nobody want to be looking bad out here. So when you come with absolute honesty, the public ain't gonna they ain't gonna be ready for it. And I guarantee you, the people in the comment sections that come for Jada the most got some shitty-ass closets, some subpar, suspect-looking resumes about what they've done in their lives. So it's just like, and you know me, I don't, I can't judge nobody with my past. So I just be like... Tony be acting like he killed that. Oh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? No, I get it. I get it. But like... I'm always like, yeah. you know, you a good dude. And I'll be like, well, you know, I've done some... Yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah, I don't I like that. to be placed on pedestals. Yeah, it's funny because I'm the same way. But people like when I'm honest, they're like, "God damn!" And yeah. I'm like, "What you want me to? You want me to lie?" Because right. it's like I'm so far past that that I'm yeah. comfortable addressing my trash past. Right. Because if I wasn't, that means I'm still, I'm yeah. still in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the people that try to hide it is because mm -hmm. they still want to like they don't want you to be suspicious. Like, damn, that's who they were. They right. might still that, be that person. It's like, nah, like. I'm comfortable because I'm so far removed from that person. Yeah. That even if you had that in the back of your head, like, damn, she might still be that person, I mm -hmm. could easily prove it just right. by existing the way I've been existing. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I just be like, you know, I'm always working on myself. Like, there's always something I got to be working on. So, like, when you put me on that pedestal, nah, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm working on everything, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm working on my procrastination. I'm working on, you know, not getting shit done. I'm working on all kind of shit. So, you know, um, just say I got good energy. Yeah. And then I'll give you that. But if you say, man, you a good dude, man. You ain't never did nothing. No, nah, you know. For a trash individual, you have great energy. Yeah.
Yeah, you know, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> what else is going on out here? Let's talk about the most unexpected, saddest loss that we recently had was Ray Liotta. Oh, man. That, well, that hurt. That When I saw his picture, uh, I said, I ain't even going to read it. I ain't going to read the words man. around it. I don't even want Nope. It sucks. It took man. me to the end of the day to be like, all right, man, Because it was tough. It was tough. Because when I saw it, me and you were having a serious conversation via text. Mm -hmm. So I saw it in the midst of that. So oh, I was man. Just like, man. So it was a double, you know, I was just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm in the gym, just tears McGee. And so um, I'm just like, man, Ray Liotta, man. This is an actor that has been consistently working. Mm -hmm. So he's been in my life for years because, you know, I watch movies like crazy. And he's had definite roles that stand out to me. And I'm going to talk about some of my favorite Ray Liotta roles. I always like the way he talked, for one. Mm -hmm. um, he's very. His eyes were very... Piercing? Yes. Very piercing. His eyes were just like... Yeah. You felt him looking at you. Even if he was looking at a character, you felt like he was looking at you. Mm -hmm. And you felt every molecule yeah. of that look. Like, his eyes were just, like, you know, blue steel. And he he, um, he was just great. Like, he, he he brought believability to every role. He could do, he could be a good guy. He could be a villain. Mm -hmm. He could be a piece of shit. He could be a caring father. He could be a, a gangster. It was just, and I liked his voice. Like, when he, when he did the uh, narration for Goodfellas, Oh yeah, it that's was part good. of the, that's part of the magic of the movie. Yeah, it's like you know I love listening to him talk and tell us a story about the whole life they were living and just like you know and then then when the panic was on, when Karen flushed the coke down, I always oh, whenever you. I hear whenever I hear Karen, yeah, my friend I Karen, hear him saying it. You say that to Karen. Karen? You say that to, every time I mention Karen, you're yep. like. Karen. You killed us, Karen. Karen, <laughs> like the desperation and the, I feel like they were really desperate in that movie. Unlawful entry with Kurt Russell and Madeline Stowe. What happened to Madeline Stowe, by the way? What happened to Madeline Stowe? Let me see. I thought she was so pretty back in the day because of the movie Stakeout, and like she was working out here. And then, uh, I'm I'm sure she's still working, but I haven't seen her. Um, Madeline Stowe. I don't really look like she's working. Um, but you, of course, of course, Goodfellas is my favorite uh, Ray Liotta role performance, simply because that's one of my favorite movies of all time. But I also love Ray Liotta in the movie Blow with uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. I loved him in that movie because the the relationship they had with one another in that movie was very. It, it really resonated with me. It was like. You know, he didn't approve of his son's lifestyle of being this big drug dealer, but he always loved his son. Like, you know, when he would visit when he would visit his parents, and like the mom clearly had issues with her son dealing drugs, so she kind of really didn't want no parts of it. Ray Liotta's character was like, you know, son, I still love you, I'm still here. Like he never abandoned his son. He would visit him in jail, he would talk to him. It was just that loving relationship was the undertone for Blow. And Johnny Depp's relationship with his daughter in the movie was strong, too. Like, all he wanted to do was be a good father to his daughter, even though 
you know, he was making these ridiculous decisions and being a huge drug dealer, but he was just trying to, at the core of it, he was trying to provide a good life for his family. But I just loved that dynamic and blow. And I was just like, man, man, this was a good relationship. So those two roles are probably like my favorite Ray Liotta roles. I liked him in Smoking Aces. I liked him in the movie Narc. He was intense in Narc. He was great in uh, the movie uh, Identity, um, Feel the Dreams. Oh, yeah, Feel the Dreams. Yeah. He, um, I don't know, man, Ray Liotta. Man. He died in his sleep, too. Yeah, in his sleep. He died in his sleep. We should do a movie night with some Ray Liotta movies. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're, yeah. they're all asking for it. In the Karina, Patreon. Karina. Was he in Karina? Yeah, Karina, Karina. Karina. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, man, Ray Liotta, man. He actually has a, something coming out. Does he? Yeah. Oh, it's man. an upcoming project. Dang, that's going to be bittersweet. What's right. uh? Does he have children? Let me see. I really like the post that Jennifer Lopez wrote about him. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they worked together on uh, Shades of Blue. Was that the name of the show? Oh, yeah, he has kids. He has a daughter. Oh, he got a daughter. God damn. Um, yeah, man. She's uh, she's older. She looks... Yeah, she's older. Okay. Yeah, she's an adult. She's probably like 30s, 40s, maybe? No, no, no. Oh. no she don't look that old. Or 20-something. Dang, man. Ray Liotta. Shout out to Ray Liotta. Shout out man. to Ray. In Santo Domingo. That's where in, she. Oh, that's where he died. That's where he died yeah. in the capital of DR. Dang, I wonder if it was a, a truly peaceful death. And did they ever say the, the cause of it? Because dying in your sleep, okay, but what caused you to die in your sleep? Don't just give us that he died in his sleep. Yeah, that is that's something I've always wondered. Like, yeah. are you? Did the sleep kill you, Freddie? I always. Oh God. That would be terrible. What if Freddie was really killing people in their sleep? And, and every we just, time we're like, oh, it's so sleep. peaceful. Yeah. And it's like, no. They really, Freddy Krueger was really giving them the business. <laughs> this is terrible. No, I don't want to think of that because my, my dad's mom passed like that. Really? Yeah. In her sleep? In her sleep. What was the cause of death? She's old. Well, no, no, man. No, she, was, no, she was really old. But what was the cause? She was deteriorating, literally. But what there there has to be a cause other than just she sleep. said I'm out. Oh, That's man. her cause. She's like they, you know they what? gotta rule I'm it something. Good. They gotta rule it something. They say natural causes, but what was the cause? I, I don't know. I was too young to like care about that yeah. much back then. That's now. Well, I was a teenager. That's now. Nah, I ain't bringing that up to my father. All right, I'll bring it up to him. Yeah. Should Hard I call hit. him right now? Hard hitting. <laughs> don't put him on blast. Now, He'll be like. <laughs> You were like, hey, mommy, uh, yeah. uh, she, uh, she sleep. She was sleep. That's what he was saying. Yeah. He'd give me nothing. Because I want to know the cause. I want to know. All right, I'll ask. Yeah. Or, or anybody in the, in the, in the Chatsworth. Do y'all know somebody that died in their sleep? If so, what was the, the actual cause of death? If you've died in your sleep. <laughs> Let us know if you died in your sleep. <laughs> what was the cause? <laughs> The cause. <laughs> I like the word cause. And Ray Liotta had a dope name. Ray Liotta. It's a good name, man. Shout out to Ray Liotta. Heart attack. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that too. It could be just your heart stopping. Yeah. Um, I feel like dreams are so powerful. Yeah. That you can, they can elevate your heart rate. Yeah. Your dreams are so powerful that like even like like think about it. You had a dream 
you went to the bathroom, right? Yeah. And you really went to and the bathroom. I peed on myself. Yeah. In the bed. As an adult. As an adult. As an ad- full adult. Full of two years Father ago. Father of children that were also a- older. Adult children. Adult children. <laughs> they were they they weren't uh, legal adults yet, but they were up there, and you know I peed in the bed. No, they were over eighteen. Both of them. No. Last Sincere? time I peed in the bed. Sincere? Sincere might have been seventeen. Oh, he might have been seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Maybe sixteen. No. This yeah. was two years ago. How old is Sincere no, right now? I peed in the bed two years ago. When did you pee in the bed? It was like early in the relationship. I f- it felt like like well, yesterday. I mean, you know, when you pee in the bed, it felt adult, like it yesterday. Feel, it feels like yesterday every time. I ain't going. You know why it felt like yesterday? It's the way you got up. I peed. And you looked at me <laughs> with your arms to your side, like kind of spread out. Like, I don't know what that was going to do. I peed. And you're like, I peed. I peed. And I just, what was my reaction? I just started laughing. Uh, There's yeah. nothing I could do. No, oh, baby. I, I did look on your side to see if it was on no, the bed to see if I had to get up. I peed. Was I in pee? It was. A, it was a lot going through my head at that moment. Yeah, it was a lot, man. It was a lot, I but peed. you know what? But you know, I'm but not dreams, ashamed. Dreams. I'm not ashamed. I dreamed. I went to the bathroom, and that's my biggest. Every time I wet the bed, though, that's been the biggest cause is the dream. You you feel you dreaming? You having a robust piss. Cut to the, the piss was real. Oh man, um, I've, I've I'm not ashamed, and y'all have done it too. Y'all just don't want to admit it. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of who I am and what I've done in my life. I'll put it all out here. Luckily, you were laying on your back. Yeah, because if you were in any other position, it definitely uh, it would have been an annoying. I had to get a new mattress. Yeah, we definitely would have had to get a new mattress. I'd be so it was a lucky. Well, you were wearing gray uh, shorts. I, don't what I, was I remember that. I was in gray. Yeah. Uh, I was like, this guy. oh, somebody's definitely done Miranda. Shout out to Miranda for keeping it real. Oh no, I definitely. Uh, I peed in the bed. I peed. But you know what it was? I started peeing. and I, I ran up. Oh okay. I, know, I was like, oh shit, I gotta catch this. Yeah. I gotta catch it. So yeah. women, y'all can cut the pee off? Eh, not really. Like kind of. I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like a like a Kegel. Y'all can shut the faucet off. Yeah, but it sucks. Okay. It sucks. What? What you mean? It because if you if you have to shut it off for like a long ass time, uh, that shit is not fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you can shut it off until you get to the to- until you run to yeah, the toilet. Yeah, when we get home, I'll until you run like Monique. Yeah, yeah. To the toilet. Yeah. And then unless it's just going, if it's like if I got a if if it's a bucket. Yeah. That's it. You just got to take it. I just got to take it. I almost peed on myself the other day. I was at the cleaners. Oh, shit. And when I tell you, <laughs> I was at Flair Cleaners. Yes. And I, man, I I was I was constantly moving at the cleaners. Like, I was like, oh. I was just oh, moving yeah, around. And they were fumbling because they fumbled oh. my order. Remember I, remember I took the clean? I took myself to the cleaners. Yeah. And my pants were supposed to be ready uh, Thursday. Yeah. They weren't ready. And oh so God. they were looking, and then they gave me your jacket. They looking around, and I'm just like, I'm in constant motion. And I'm you just looking like, with and them? I know they ain't got no restroom for 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 regular people in, at the cleaners. So I'm just like, and then normally when I have to pee that strong and it comes out of nowhere, I can take it, and then it'll subside. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh shit, I just I just gotta stay, I gotta keep moving, and then the the urge to pee will subside, and mm-hmm. I'm like, so it did that. But it took a while. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know if it's gonna subside. I think this 
this might be it. And I was looking at the Jamba Juice, and I was looking at, oh. I was like, Crumble don't have no bathroom like that. So oh, I was Pete's. looking at the Jamba Juice. Pete's. Because every coffee shop, you just walk in. You oh, yeah. Pizza's I didn't even right think there. about pizza. Anytime you see I was looking at Party City. I was oh, just my like, God. Hilarious. <laughs> I was just like, where am I going to? Yeah. And then it subsided. And I ended up I ended up going to Rouse and peeing. Because oh, okay. I know Rouse bathroom. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah always always uh, go to anything that says coffee. Yeah. They always got. Um, I, when I was living in Queens, I was, I was living near uh, Shea Stadium mm. at the time. And the train was mad far. Yeah. Mad far from my building. And I had to pee when I was on the train, like two stops before my stop. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. I can do this. So I'm walking, walking to the house. It gets worse. And I'm like, I'm still mad far. I still got a long ass walk. What color pants you got, huh? Uh, it was a uh, dark blue. Oh. And it mm. starts getting worse. So I mm. start running. Okay. I start running. I'm like, bro. The the running didn't jiggle the pee. No, no, no. It 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 just I, I I don't know. I was in panic mode. Yeah. And you know, I, I finally I turn the corner to the building. I run inside. Da da da. I start. I press the button for the uh for the elevator. Uh, Cause I'm like, I can't. I'm not gonna make it up these stairs. I gotta yeah. get the elevator. The elevator kind of quick. Boom. Press the elevator. I press my floor. Yeah. The fucking elevator door closes. I peed. Uh, I peed in the elevator. You peed in Queens. So it that that week. I'm gonna just say that week because it'd be in in New York. Sometimes it'd be uh, taking mad long for them to clean up piss from the so elevator. Pissy in the elevator. So pissy elevator that week was me. Was Every a, other week I don't know who it was, but yeah. that week that was me. It's like a, a Chicago project uh, elevator. That's how it is pissy. in New York. New York, and you know it was a, it was a nice ass building too. Like yeah. it's it's not Did nice you stand anymore. Wide when you peed, bro. I just I was nah. I just kind of stood there. Uh, Did it get on your shoes? It just. No, it didn't. My pants were like thick. Okay. So it absorbed. It, it got to like my kneecaps, and then it stopped. Dang. And then, but that's not the first time. And you was in the elevator alone. I was alone. Thank okay. God, that would yeah. be hilarious. But the the other time, I was at uh, Broadway Junction train station in uh -huh. Brooklyn, waiting for the L train. This was when I lived in Brownsville. Yeah. And it was cold. Uh -huh. I I drank a lot. Yeah. Of liquid that day. Water. Uh yeah, everything you could think of, um, and then I yo, I think this might have been the last time I've ever had soda on me, uh -huh. just on me. It was a bottle, and uh, you know the cold and pee. That's not the combo. Yeah, that's not it. And I'm like, yo, this train better come. It's late at night, mm. so the train don't come as often. But Broadway Junction is so busy. It's still mad people over there. Yeah, and so I'm like, okay, okay, I can do this. Just breathe. Yeah, I don't know if other ladies, um. I like this, but, <laughs> but <laughs> when you breathe a certain way, it's almost like you can, you know, <sighs> breathing helps the pee, just yeah. chill a little bit. So I'm doing that. And all of a sudden my body was just like, mm, no. And I just started peeing, bro. At the L station. But let me tell you, it was elevated too. Um, Cause that's what Broadway, Broadway Junction stairs are fucking ridiculous. Um, so it's cold out, uh, warm pee, oh yeah, light blue jeans, oh. steam coming from my oh, legs, you steam, bro. So I took, steam. so my dumbass was like, all right, it's snowing outside, it's wet outside. I'm gonna make it seem like I slipped in something, so I started pouring the soda all over me uh, just to make it look like I was wet all over. Yeah, 
And when I got into the fucking train, when I tell you everybody moved away from me, I said, oh, I don't blame y'all. They smelled <laughs> I don't the fucking piss. blame y'all. And so when I got off this, I lived off of, if anybody in New York, I lived off of Livonia. And when you get off of Livonia, you got to cross this like like bridge. This I always ran across that bridge anyways. But I ran for my life because it's a sketchy ass bridge. Yeah. Like it's mad sketchy over there. I mean, it's Brownsville. You you never been there, but you heard about I've it. I've heard about it. So you already know. Brownsville, home of the brave. Man, I had to, to run to the building. Uh, ran up the stairs that time because yeah. that project building. That's it was. I lived in uh, Brownsville housing at the time. <sighs> you peed. I ran inside. My cousin was like, "What's wrong?" I, said, I peed. I peed at the train. <laughs> was you crying? Huh? Was you crying? Nah. Oh, okay. I was, it was more like laughing. Like this yeah. is my life. My life is life's a joke. It's I funny. Peed. I find stuff like that funny. Oh, it is funny. It's mad funny. Peed like it's embarrassing, but it's mad funny, man. It's funny. In the moment, you just be like, but at the end of the day, you just like, I pee. Yeah, this is what happened. This is my life. I pee. I'm going to own it. Amir peed on himself all the time. He peeing right now. Hey, Y'all can't see he it. He peed on himself right now behind the scenes. <laughs> That's how we getting the shots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to M.O.P. and peeing on yourself. You know yeah. Sometimes you just got to pee. Just let it go. I pee. It's either pee or UTI. Yeah. I'm choosing It'd pee. It'd be warm, too, man. Oh, man. I piss. It was, I will say... It was it was nice and warm yeah. at first because it was then, so cold outside, yeah. and then it got cold, and yeah. I was like, cold "All right, I'm gonna catch it. I'm gonna get pneumonia like this." How you get pneumonia? I peed on myself. <laughs> Kobe McGuire said, "Pissy Elliot." Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Pissy Elliot. Yo, um, let's talk about Top Gun. Okay. Top Gun um, is a sequel to the movie. It came out in 1986 and was the top grossing movie of that year. Uh, starring Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, Anthony Edwards was in that thing. It was directed by the late, great Tony Scott, produced by Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer. Y'all like how I just knew all that off the top? That's what you do, though. Off the top gun. Oh. Um, <laughs> Top Gun made over $170 million at the domestic box office in 1986-87 money. Huge hit. Tom Cruise was in the stratosphere at this point. Tom Cruise is in the stratosphere. Um, no other fighter pilot movie has come close to the success of Top Gun. Uh, remember that movie Firebirds? Remember the movie Stealth? You remember the movie Iron Eagle? These movies pale in comparison to the popularity of Top Gun. Yeah, the classic 80s. Oh, into the danger zone. Down. Oh, into the danger zone. Um, if you haven't seen Top Gun, I don't think you've seen Top Gun, right? You came in fresh. No, no, I've seen it. You I saw was, it. Yeah, I was just you just don't with remember you. it. No, I was I was messing with you. Oh, you saw? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Yeah. Recently, you remembered it? I remember it. Oh shit! Because I've seen it. I've seen it a few times. Why it you ain't clear up the joke, man? I thought you really didn't oh, know nothing about Top Gun. I thought I did. Because oh, yesterday I was joke. like, <laughs> so <laughs> Iceman seeing Iceman meant something. It you. did mean something. Oh, I didn't know. Oh yeah. This whole time I thought you was going. Oh no, in. everything everything meant something to oh, me for sure. Yeah. Everything they was talking about. You remember was like, Goose? Yeah, I remember Goose. I remember oh, the relationship. I, I thought I thought that. All right. So yesterday I was I'm like, so damn. tired of hearing. I thought, but I, keep going. I was like, 
yesterday I was like, damn, do I, should, should I have seen the first Top Gun to understand? She this? said that. But you know what it was? I was really just uh, thinking of B. Lou when I said that. Like, yeah. That was my like little callback to B. Lou not seeing Man. WandaVision. This whole time. But I, yeah, no, I've definitely seen Top Gun. Okay. It's pretty much any movie from that era. Yeah. You saw? I've seen it probably okay. five times, the least. That's yeah, Iceman <laughs> was Val Kimmer. Yeah. So, cut to 30 something years later, Top Gun sequel called Maverick. Um, you know, this movie's been getting pushed back because of the pandemic. So, uh, so they've, they've been just sitting on this movie. Oh. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. Remember, because remember we saw a trailer a long time ago for Top Gun. Oh yeah, yeah, and so so they've been pushing it back. Now, uh, Top Gun is back. Rave reviews from critics: ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Last time I looked, which was the other day, uh, rave reviews. It broke uh, box office records for Memorial Day. It made over one hundred fifty million dollars domestically. So it's a hit. It's gonna it's gonna surpass what the original made. Even probably even if you adjust for inflation, it's probably gonna pass it. Um, and this is another example of a sequel from an eighties seventy eighties property that is well constructed. Mm-hmm. Now the other the other one was Creed, which I feel like they did a phenomenal job with, and. It just goes to show you if you if you do it right, it could be a genius move to let time pass, let the characters really get older in real time, and the stories can feel more um, more homegrown and more organic. So Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick is about you know Pete Pete Mitchell played by Tom Cruise. He's still about that flight life. He's still uh he's still working on planes. He's still testing uh new jets and new fighter jets. So he's still very much involved. He's a captain. He's not even worried about progressing in the military. Like he doesn't even want to level up. Mind you, in this review, I'm doing spoilers. Oh. Should I do spoilers? Absolutely not. It just came out. It did just come out. It but people be wanting the spoiler review. I know, but damn. It sucks. I feel like you gotta come back for that. Maybe maybe right now do a regular one. I'll do a regular one, and then when I come back, go in. Yeah. But I feel like when I come back and go in, it just don't hit the same. As, uh... All right, how about... No, Jamie Foxx wasn't in top How about this? We're going to do the first half, no spoilers, and then spoiler alert. For the second half? For the that second half. All right. So what the movie is about, Pete Mitchell, a.k.a. Maverick, is uh still still out here? He's he's doing tests on uh, on new fighter jets and new planes and stuff like that. So he's still got a love of the game, still got a love of the game. He's still doing it. He's pure. He's pure fighter pilot. So um, you all know if you saw Top Gun one, you know that he lost his best friend Goose, and so and Goose had a family. He had a wife and kid and all that. So the story is pretty much about. Um, the military, you know, Pete messes up one more time, so the military wants to kick him out, but also the military wants to bring him in to teach these top, top list uh, pilots. They want to bring him in to teach the best of the best how to navigate a certain mission to where they have to, you know, blow up this uranium uh, plant, if you will. So they want to bring him in to teach these hot, young cream of the crop pilots 
So they they gonna get one of the best of the best to, to teach this new crop. That's essentially what the story is about. But within that group of of young pilots is the son of Goose, who has beef with Pete Mitchell because he feel like you know he held him back in his career. So now they have this beef, and so now it's just like ah, I gotta come in and teach this new crop, but he hates me. And, you know, he's looked at as one of the potential team leaders of the new crop. And so it's just like, ah, how do I navigate me teaching them what they need for this mission and also getting past this beef that he has with me? So that's that's the core of the storyline. And so we got to see how how Pete navigates through fixing this fractured relationship he has with his best friend's son. And also getting them prepared for this real and important mission. So that's pretty much the storyline of Top Gun Maverick. Now, um, the movie is well done. The The fighting and flying sequences are just amazing. I recommend watching this movie in the top-notch theater. Like you go, you go to the theater with the good sound. If you got an IMAX, Prime. Whatever you got to do to get the premium movie-going experience, you know. And Tom Cruise's ex-wife is going to be there before the movie comes on and talking about how good the movie theater is. And Because when you're here, they are. That's Tom Cruise's ex-wife, Nicole Kidman, talking about how good the movie theater experience is. So make sure you go to a prime theater. The aerial footage and the aerial battles and the aerial sequences are very exciting. Like, you know, I found myself, my fists were balled up. My fists were balled up. My booty cheeks was clenched. It was like edge of your seat, excitement. The way they shot it, everything looks real. Did you ever? Yeah, I feel like. Because I was looking the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, I think this is real. Knowing Tom Cruise, I feel like every Tom single Cruise, scene yeah. with Tom Cruise is 100% real. There was a scene, remember that scene where he took off from the aircraft carrier? Yep. And they, I was like. You said it out loud. How did they get this shot? That looked <laughs> real as shit. You said it out loud. With and, Tom Cruise <laughs> in the cockpit. We was we was chatty yesterday because yeah, there was so we much that we, <laughs> we were just we like, talking. we were like, what? Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Cringe. Man. <laughs> no, there's a lot of cringe it's moments. Cr- it's corn syrup. Oh, it's, my God. It's a lot of corny moments in here. But they work because it, the first Top Gun was corny. So they just like, we're going to keep the same magic and just add on to the story. We're going to build on the original story organically with the characters. And you cared about what was going on. So at the core of it, you cared about Pete. You cared about him trying to mend the relationship with uh, Rooster, who's Mm. who's the son of Goose. Mm -hmm. And um, you cared about that. And so seeing these, this new group of young pilots, you know, they're different personalities and stuff like that. You was like, yo, there was a character in there who was a jerk asshole, but he he was one of the best of the best. His name was Hangman, Smirky. But he was he was dope. He was an interesting character. He was he was more interesting than Rooster, as yeah. far as like energy, like you know, just oh here he comes and just he was just like really just picking his stuff and being an asshole and like being a selfish pilot. But that was just an interesting character because he was layered as well. 
And so I was just like, oh, that, that's pretty dope. So um, they did a good job at character development. Um, and I like the diversity I saw within the military here. Um, I do want to say. Yes. Because there's even people in the comments and me and myself included. Uh huh. Um, I also was excited about seeing Jay Ellis mm. in the movie. Yeah. But he's not just if you're going for Jay Ellis, just know that he's not he's not in it like yeah. like you expect. Right. I was I was hoping they didn't it give was, him a lot to chew on. Yeah, I was hoping it was a bigger role. He like yeah. barely said anything. He yeah. it, he was more of like reactionary, like yeah. he would have reactions to things that were happening around. Right. And then it was just like that's the only time the camera really panned to him. I feel like low key they gave that other black guy a little bit more Shine because they gave him a, a particular moment that was pretty exciting. The other the, black dude, the, the one the that I said I the know. ages, the one that I said that man, he's he's a a good looking old man. No, no, no. The other the other young pilot that was black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, he had he had like a moment in there where he it was did. just like, whoa, you know, we oh, yeah, wasn't yeah, sure, yeah. you know what I mean. So, uh, but I love the diversity of because the military that's the face of the military. It's a lot of black and brown people in the military this in real life. So I like that it reflected that in the movie. So uh, I thought it was dope. And uh, Tom Cruise is just, he's a movie star, man. Like, mm -hmm. that dude is just, there's a reason why Tom Cruise is one of the biggest movie stars that have ever existed in in, in the history of film. It's just He's just, he's he's magnetic. He's just, you know, he'd be smiling and you'd find yourself smiling at him. You'd be like, wait, why am I smiling too, man? You, you snap alive. out of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, Tom Cruise, man. Because I've been watching Tom Cruise since I was a kid. And so now it's just like, and now even when you see Tom Cruise, he's not weathered, he's not old looking. He's still out here robust. And it's just like, man, Tom Cruise. So, you find yourself rooting for him, and um, and Tom is Tom is, I call him the white Jackie Chan. He's gonna go the extra mile in these movies that he does. He's doing his own stunts. He's he's producing. He's he's very hands on, and I respect it. At the end of the day, like he's very passionate about bringing you top notch entertainment when he's doing movies like this. And at the end of the day, I got to respect that. It's like, yo, he be going the extra mile to give us top. And I feel like he really cares that we really enjoy the movie. Like, and so. Yep, it's, it's true. You, feel, you it. feel it. And like, I, I feel like he also, I wonder if like nowadays, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff is digitalized and stuff in yeah. like in movies. I wonder if people enjoy working with Tom because it's less money on the editing because he, he does his own stuff. Right. It's like, all right, we already have we already have the, the planes here. Right. Um, if we have to also edit him. Right. Like flying it. That's another however much money. Right. But if he's just flying it. <laughs> but they be he be stressing them out. Because yeah. of the liability of him actually putting himself on the line. Because if something happens to him, the movie is scrapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So he's he's literally the star of the whole shit. So it's just like he'd be stressing out the producers with his insistence on doing as many stunts as he can himself. So, but from a from a movie going standpoint, entertainment value, it's just like, man, this dude really out here doing this. So 
Val Kilmer returns. Um, it's good to see him again. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Val Kilmer was in this thing as Iceman. Um, I just feel like the movie was well done. It was a great summer flick. It mm-hmm. was just pure entertainment. You didn't have to overthink nothing. Like, I went in there fully understanding every element of the story. It was corny. It was cheesy. It was emotional. It was exciting. It just gave me that old school, like, going to the movies vibe. The the movie didn't didn't leave the ending up to us to interpret. Yes. It didn't, it didn't have to go super dark. It didn't have to do all of this. It wasn't scared to be cheesy or sappy or, like, you know, so... It was it was a good return to form of like the movies of old when I left the movie theater feeling good and feeling complete and feeling like I got entertained. So with that being said, y'all want to know the smooth jazz review of Top Gun Maverick? Well, here it is. Oh yeah, I'm giving Top Gun Maverick four and a half saxophones out of five. Four and a half. With the, a strong, robust four and a half too. With the, you know, what you giving it? I'd give it. Uh, I want to say four, mm-hmm. but I I want to give it four because of I really cringed. Oh it, yeah, the, the cringy. The cringy. The it killed me. Remember yeah. that one scene that we just we couldn't help but laugh when, oh, yeah. when Shorty oh. was leaned up, posed yes. like, yes. "Ma'am, please yeah. relax." <laughs> that alone will lose your half a saxophone. <laughs> That's why I'm like, damn, I'm going to keep it at four because it's cringy. But the movie itself definitely gives you that um, that old school, like going like watching a movie in the 90s energy uh, where it was like an adventure. Yeah. And it's like you really like felt everything. It keeps you engaged. It it doesn't confuse you ever. There's no like the only confusion. The only confusing thing is like, I don't know how to fly a plane. So, of course. Yeah. The only thing is, like, how do they do this in real life? Like, yeah. How do they keep track going that fast, going upside down? The 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 aerial the aerial footage alone yeah. is two saxophones by itself. Yeah, the aerial footage is amazing. Mm-hmm. So even even just from that standpoint, it's just. But man, movies enough with the person. Leaning on the car with their legs crossed on the lean. Oh, you already Let's just do away with that shot. Hand in the pocket. Oh, my God. Leather jacket. Because she had all of that. She was killing it. The corn syrup. She And then with the... (laughs) Of that moment. I hated it. It was mad corn. Now, if they were to address the corniness of that moment in the moment, oh I man! Like, if Tom Cruise is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You're like, what? Really? You just gonna lean on the car? I you, want it to be corny. How long you been leaning on that yeah, car? How like, long you been standing there? <laughs> that right there was mad. It was mozzarella cheese, man. Monterey Jack, bro. <laughs> pure cheddar, sharp. Mild. We literally couldn't help medium. but laugh out loud. We busted out laughing like. <laughs> I did notice one thing too. First of all, okay, I'm gonna go into spoiler territory here. Boom. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Right here. Spoiler alert. Look out. Close your ears. Put me on mute if you don't want nothing spoiled. Yeah. Um. Spoiler alert. Once again. Spoiler alert. Last time I'm telling you. 
Don't be like, no, don't smile at it. Mute me right now. Don't smile at it. The fact that they incorporated Val Kilmer in there as Iceman, you you may or may not know that, you know, Val Kilmer had to have surgery on his throat because of cancer in real life. So they incorporated that into the story, and I feel like they did it in a really, really dope and, like, Mm -hmm. emotionally powerful way, at at least for me, because, you know, this alone gives it a half a saxophone. The fact that... He could only communicate via text. It really touched my heart. It, it was sad because, you know, because of the vocal issues, but I'm a texter, man. And it just, hmm. They were having Aww. text messages, conversations, and I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> Yes, he was. And Iceman was texting back fast as shit. Yeah, we were like, damn. He was texting back fast as hell. And then, and then even when they met up with one another face to face, he was still typing. And I was just like, this is me. Minus. And then when he talked, it was just, it was emotional because I know that, you know, Val Kilmer is dealing with that for real, for real. But it was just dope to see it beautifully done. And it was just like a touching moment. And it was just like, man, this is, this is really dope. And um, yeah, man, and it was funny too. They have a they have a little love scene in this movie. Mm. Love scenes are always corny to me, unless they straight banging each other out. Oh, if yeah. they slow motion the love scene, corny. Um, so they had this little love scene with Tom Cruise and Jennifer Connelly. And uh, shout out to Jennifer Connelly, by the way. Oh, she looks great. Yeah, she looks great. And uh, like her career is just super dope to me. It was like. They wanted her to be this bombshell back when she was young. And then she grew into this, you know, actress that was more than just eye candy. And it was like, you know, you can feel cinema and like the filmmakers taking her more seriously. And I, I just think that's dope. But anyway, uh, they had their little love scene or whatever. And then they just started talking like after the love scene. And it felt very grown folky. Like, you can tell, like, you know, when you get to a certain age, you just want some good-ass company. Yeah, y'all gonna smash, but that's secondary. Mm-hmm. Like, we we just having a good conversation. We laughing, but we also talking about what's real. And you can, you can, just, you can just tell they cared about each other's lives in yeah. that moment. It was like, well, you know, this, that, and the third. And then, well, why do you feel that way? Like, why did you... Why did you pull his papers to where you took four years off of Rooster's career? She asked him, like, why why did you do that? And then he was just like, Well, you know, I was either going gonna betray the promise that I gave to his mom, who also passed away, or I betray him and throw her under the bus. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, goddamn. That's that's a good reason. That was a tough decision, but a good reason for it. And I was just like, I saw I you did felt it. that. You yeah. felt that. I was just like, well, damn, yeah, I felt that. So I so Tom Cruise's character took upon himself to I would rather him resent me than him resent his mother who passed away. And I was like, that's super honorable. And that was that's something I would do. I was like, I would rather take the heat than him looking at his mom who passed away with resentment. And I was just like, this Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I felt that. Yeah. I was, was just like, wow, that that makes sense. And then that scene, even after that. When he left, I was like, "This is funny." Was oh, good, yeah. When he when he when he bounced yeah. uh, out the window, I was like, 
yeah. daughter was just right. I like that they stared at each other for a minute and there was right. just silence. Yeah. That's like my kind of stuff right there. I'm like, yeah. this is perfect. Because <laughs> that was real life. I would just be staring like. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will say this too. They didn't give Miles Teller enough personality in this movie. They just made him mad at Pete. They show a little bit of personality when he's introduced because they having fun at the bar, but he oh, was just yeah. he was just mad throughout the middle most of the movie, and then once he finally was able to work past that, then we can kind of see some fun back and forth between him and him and Pete, and so so most of the movie he didn't really get to convey like different sides his personality, like Hangman the asshole was able to con- convey. Yeah. And so it made the asshole character a little bit more interesting than than the second lead, uh, which was Miles Teller. So, you know. Yo, and uh, John Hamm was in this movie. John Hamm! I love John Hamm. John Hamm delivered as the tight ass. Yeah, he definitely, I was just like, like I hate this character, but I love this man. I believed him. <laughs> yeah, I believed him. I believed him. Mm-hmm. And he was fair. He was. He was fair. I, I do like... Cause he he did have, like in the end of it all, he he changed. Yeah, there was like development because at right. first he was like, "Hey man, casualties happen," right. and then in the end he's like, "We're bringing them home." Yeah, and I was like, yep. "All right, I like this." Like it made you like, "All right, he he's came human." The, yeah, exactly. And like, you know, at, in the beginning it was all military work, da da da. Like, and then he just became just a regular person right. and I was just like I like this development it was a good character development on his end yeah cause at first you hate him yeah there's a like, point where you on, just like man. hate him right you just like bruh chill and Ed Harris's character Ed Harris is also in this who's an actor I actually I love Ed Harris he, yeah he'd be delivering too oh man he look like Ed Harris <laughs> look like serious business at all times at all times you don't fuck with this man at all times Ed Harris is in it, and um, even his character with the little little bit of screen time he has, he was able to show like different sides. Like, yo, man, I'm ready to can you right now, Pete Mitchell. But you know what? You got orders elsewhere. You know, he respected him, but at the same time, he's like, I don't know how you got orders elsewhere, and that's what gets the ball in motion. Man, Top Gun is a good time. It's summertime, y'all. Yeah. It's time to go have fun at the movies, and Top Gun is absolutely that. So go see it. I fully recommend it. Um, the spoiler alert is off. Off. And uh, I fully recommend Top Gun. It's a great way to start your summer off. Great Memorial Day uh, movie. And so it's entertainment. Leave your brain at home and just go in there, take in the cheese, yes. take in the emotions, take in the nostalgia, and take in the excitement. It was exciting. It was a good time. I felt like a kid again. Can so, I just say my favorite yeah. Ed Harris movie is Milk Money? Really? He was a good time in that movie. I never saw Milk Money with a Michelle, not Michelle. Uh, not damn old girl. Uh, Don't. It's, Mc, oh. it's right here. She is was married it? to Antonio. Don't look. Don't look. Don't even cue it up. We're going to figure this out because I refuse to look. Milk Money with not Michelle Pfeiffer. Griffiths. Griffiths. Oh, uh, Melanie Griffiths. Melanie Griffiths. Isn't it Melanie Griffin? No, it's Griffiths. It's Griffiths. It is Griffiths. Griffin is a... I've never saw bird. Milk Money. I, I I've watched it a few times. Yeah, I like because when you said like he's serious business. Yeah, 
him and Milk Money popped in my head, uh, and I was like, actually, is he serious in it? No, oh. he, he's a good time. He's like laughing and like, really, yeah. I gotta see this. Yeah. I like Ed Harris a lot. I like, uh, yeah, that movie. Melanie Griffith was adorable. She's uh, she's the cutest. Even though they tried to give her a lot of sexy roles, oh man, she was still just like, oh, oh, like a little head tilt, oh, because it was the way she talked. That made her, you know, uh, they gave her, where's she at, man? Uh, I feel like I ain't seen her in mad long. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Man, but let's uh, get the hell up out of here. I right. think Milk Money should be a... Movie night? Movie night. Because it's an it's another good, it's like a... Do you know the premise? I forget what it was. It's it's a, a kid, it's like, he feels bad for his dad because mm. his dad's lonely. So yeah. he like ends up buying a prostitute for his dad. Oh, shit. <laughs> And Ed Harris is the dad. Yeah. And Melanie Griffith, Melanie Griffith is the prostitute. Let me ask you this. Okay. Does she feel like a prostitute? She does. Okay. Because <laughs> pretty woman. She it's just, Julia Roberts did not feel like a prostitute. You know what it is? Her voice. Because you know how her voice is kind of like yeah. it's, it's kind of like low. Yeah. And like kind of like seductive. Right. And so she's talking like that. And uh, and Ed Harris's like uncomfortableness. Yeah. Also gives it like, damn, this is real. Okay. So like but I was also young when I watched it. Yeah. Everybody felt like a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Milk money. Because as good as Pretty Woman is, I never for one second felt like Julia Roberts was in the streets. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never felt that. I'm like, oh, look at this adorable she, little bunny. Richard Gibb pulled up the first night of her job. That's what it felt like. Right. She didn't even get started yet. Mm-hmm. And so I, I need for the prostitutes to feel like they've been, they got a resume. Yeah. You know, so milk money, huh? Okay. Yeah. I think I made around 17, 19 million at the box office. Oh, Maybe somewhere in the teens. It Let me see. Let me see. It didn't, it didn't do nothing crazy. It's between 10 and 20 million at the box office. Domestic. Uh, domestic. Because a lot of people, whenever they fact check me, they always go worldwide. Domestic. What does it say? Uh, 18. It's Why bad. do I know this? You're you're Raymond. God damn, man. With this stuff. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for welcoming us back to Verbal Cardio. We are back. I'm sorry I missed two episodes, but my voice is raggedy. Uh, um, please tell your friends about Verbal Cardio. Share it with your friends. Um, yes, please. Let me know. Also, let me know which uh, which which parts of the episode y'all want me to clip and post. Let oh, me yeah. know real quick, like right now. As I wrap this up, uh, don't forget, I want to know your favorite Tom Cruise movie. I want to know your favorite Ed Harris movie. I want to know your favorite Val Kilmer movie. All in the comment section below. Um, also, if you saw Top Gun, let me know what you thought in the comment section below. I want to know, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, we do this every Wednesday, so pull up. We're on all platforms. And, uh, you know, if you're just watching the movie review, Tune in to Verbal Cardio. It's a great podcast, man. We're having a good time. Anyway, we out.